Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget your coat, Grandma B admonished as I rushed out the door into the sweltering summer heat. I slammed the door as I left, without my coat, sure that she had finally lost her marbles. Young lady, get back in here right now. Her stern voice floated through the open window. I hesitated, turned back, and mustered a neutral voice over the seething of my emotions as I reopened the door and said, Yes, Grandma B? Do not slam the doors when you go outside, she instructed. And why don't you have your coat? Why do I need a coat? It's 85 outside. My frustration bubbled to the surface. And why do I have to listen to you anyway? I think I'm old enough to know whether or not I need a coat when I walk outside. You have to listen to me, young lady, because I'm your grandma. Fine. I stomped to the coat rack, grabbed a coat, and hustled outside. Why waste time arguing with a five-foot tyrant when I could escape to the barn and canter away on my horse? Grandma B and I had butted heads a lot the summer I turned fifteen. She lived with us in a small apartment at the front of our house from June to September each year. In June, when she came to town, it felt like she wanted to take over our lives. None of us kids needed her to take care of us. We all knew how to cook and clean on our own, and our parents lived in the same house with us. We didn't want another adult telling us what to do. We wanted a grandma. After a good gallop on my horse, I could think more clearly. Grandma B had spent time getting to know us as we grew up. She often lived next door, and when she didn't, she made the effort to communicate with us through cassette tapes and letters. I loved it when she French braided my hair. Her stories of growing up on the prairie of Alberta intrigued me. But why couldn't she just act like a grandma and not the boss of us? Maybe she saw something in us she thought needed changing. Perhaps she didn't think my parents knew what they were doing. Or maybe she just needed to feel needed, and she expressed her need through trying to control our comings and goings. Whatever the case, I knew I didn't want to have an adversarial relationship with my grandchildren when I grew up. Now that I've grown up and have a grandchild, my relationship goals remain the same. I want to have a good relationship with my grandchild and any future grandchildren through all the stages of life. My grandparenting style comes from my own experience with my grandparents and watching my parents grandparent our kids. So here are today's hacks for having a better relationship with your grandchildren. As a matter of fact, I'm recording this in Alaska where our grandson lives. I'm recording this in the bathroom, the room with the best acoustics in the house, but unfortunately, it doesn't have a light that's not linked to a fan, so I'm using a headlamp so I can read the script. Those are the things that you do for grandchildren. I'm fortunate enough to get to spend every summer, or good portions of every summer, with my grandson in Alaska, and my husband gets to come up and join us too. So, Here are seven hacks for having a better relationship with your grandchildren. Number one, start building relationships early. As soon as your grandchild can crawl, join in his or her world. Get down on your hands and knees and see life through the eyes of a child. 
Learn to play with your grandchild. Creative play will build a bond that lasts throughout life. If you've never played with your grandchild, start now. Maybe they've left the toddler stage and zoomed into the sulky teenager zone faster than a Ferrari. You can still play. Offer to take them to play laser tag or to a jump zone. Don't sit on the sidelines either. Get involved. Entering into your grandchild's life by coming alongside him or her in play will help them understand that you have unconditional positive regard for them. All of us have a deep desire to feel acknowledged, heard, and loved. And play is a great place to start. Hack number two. Your grandchildren are not your parenting do-over. We all make mistakes as parents. Learn to ask forgiveness of your adult children. Set relationship goals for your grandchildren that don't involve changing them or their parents. If you see a concerning characteristic or habit in your grandchild, don't try to fix it for them. Ditch the notion that children turn out just like their parents. After all, your grandchild shares someone else's DNA, not just your child's. You can't relive your parenting years vicariously through your grandchildren. They will resent your attempts to control them or to make them over in the image of your ideal child. Accept your grandchildren as unique individuals with something marvelous to share with the world. Hack number three, respect their parents' wishes. Your adult children will probably parent differently than you did. Don't judge them because they make different choices. Applaud their bravery in raising children in this crazy world. Have conversations about how your children want you to interact with their children. If you want access to build relationships with your grandchildren, you need to play by their parents' house rules, not yours. Number four, a word about spoiling. I, too, have fallen to the temptation to spoil my grandson, not by allowing him to do whatever his little heart desires, but by purchasing an overabundance of toys for him. Rather than buying him whatever I think he might need, like, or want, I've learned to consult with his parents. My desire to buy all the things arises from the fact that at this point in our lives, we have more money. I want our grandson to have things we couldn't afford for our daughters during their younger years. But rather than burden him with more toys, I want to take a page out of my parents' grandparenting playbook and provide adventures instead. Each summer, we've gone on a family campout. This summer, it included off-roading, and our grandson was old enough to take part in airing down the tires and airing up the tires. He loved every minute of family time with us. Hack number five, get to know your grandchild's love language. If you've never heard about the five love languages, you can check them out in the show notes. We all feel most loved in different ways. If you know your grandchild's love language, you'll find it easier to express love for them in their primary language. Have a family night and invite everyone, from grandparents to parents to grandkids, to take the love language surveys. I'll leave a link on the show notes. Spend time discovering the results. Our grandson turns four this summer, and based on his behavior, I'd say that quality time tops his list of love languages. We spend a lot of time together during the summer. He wants to help with everything, show me everything, and know that I'm close by. His other love language is words of affirmation. At three years old, he's always saying, Good job, Abula, or Good job, Mama, or Good job, Abuelo. 
It's so amazing to watch his spirit of encouragement. When we love someone, we want to love them in a language they understand. Sometimes that means learning a foreign love language. Hack number six, make your grandchildren feel special. My parents instituted a tradition when their first grandchild turned about eight. Each summer, they would take a group of grandchildren on a cousin trip. The cousin trips involved camping, rafting, hiking, and more s'mores than I would approve of. Our daughters eagerly awaited their turn to take a cousin trip, and they had a fabulous time each year they went. Pedro and I have already started planning adventures to take with our grandson and any other grandchildren that may come along. Create space to get to know your grandchildren, and remember, don't try to parent them. They have parents. They need grandparents. Hack number seven, wait for it. One day, when and if your grandchildren feel the need, they may invite you into their confidence. Don't try to pry that relationship stage open with a screwdriver of impatience. Let your grandchildren come to you. You have the prime opportunity to act as mentor and coach if they invite you in. And one day, a friend. Don't try to rush through the stages of relationship. Remember that building relationships takes time and effort. Whatever you do, don't pump your grandchildren for information about their parents, their siblings, or their love life. Instead, learn to ask questions that invite enthusiastic responses, such as, what's the most exciting thing that you've done since I talked to you last? Or, if you could change one thing about your day, what would you change? Or, how about, what career intrigues you the most, and why? Or maybe you could say, if you could be any animal, which animal would you like to be? If you want to have a better relationship with your grandchildren, you'll need to work intentionally at developing that relationship through each stage of your grandchild's life. As for my Grandma B, I only remember the good things about her now. The sweet, tangy smell of helping her make date-filled cookies at Christmas, the thunk of a rolling pin rolling out a ball of lefse dough, hearing her scratchy voice on the cassette tape, used a hundred times to send her love. One day, I hope my grandchildren remember our frequent FaceTime sessions, snail mail cards sent through the Pony Express, baking together, and wild adventures wherever they want to go. Within reason, of course. I wouldn't want to spoil them. The seven hacks for building a better relationship with your grandchildren are 1. Start building relationships early. 2. Your grandchildren are not your parenting do-over. 3. Respect their parents' wishes. 4. Don't overdo the spoiling. 5. Get to know your grandchild's love language. 6. Make your grandchild feel special. And 7. Wait for your grandchild to seek you out for your wisdom. That's it for this week. Come back next week when we talk about how to have a better relationship with the jerk at work. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at anitaojeda.com or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.